ladies, I'm Jasmine Williams, a real estate investment coach and financial womanpreneur. I'm here to prove that you have what it takes to make a killing through real estate investments and home ownership. Welcome to the Women Wealth Impact Podcast, a girlfriend's guide to financial freedom, home ownership, and investing. Does this sound too good to be true? I'm right here as proof that it's possible. Just a few years ago, I was a single mom living paycheck to paycheck, desperately trying to keep it all together. After learning more about money planning, I saw the amazing potential in my finances and I've never looked back. I've seen far too many women battling to build a legacy that they can be proud of. And it all comes down to getting your personal finances in check. But for that, you need a growth strategy, which begins with understanding what's stunting your financial progression. We'll cover how to start from scratch and what it takes to get your finances in alignment with your goals. I'm proud of you for taking the initiative to listen. This is going to be your first step. Welcome to the green community. Let's get started. Hi, I'm Jasmine Williams, and today on the Women Wealth Impact Podcast, we're going to talk about credit restoration. I don't think a lot of people talk about this because they don't really understand how credit works, or they may think that credit is not important, but I am here to tell you that credit is very important, especially if you're looking to purchase a home and or invest in real estate. It can play a key part on the financing piece of this whole journey. I'm going to, of course, start with my journey on credit and tell you guys all the pitfalls that I fell in, and hopefully this will allow you to learn not to fall in those pitfalls and be able to help you all be successful when it comes to your credit. Here we go. So my journey started when I was in college. I walked on the college campus. I was like, hey, everybody was happy. They were juggling balls. It was crazy. It was like a circus. And everybody was like, hey, sign up for these credit cards and we will give you a free teddy bear or a free T-shirt or something like really nominal for me to basically sign over my life. And so me not knowing, I went ahead and I signed it over and I opened up at least five credit cards within two or three day period. I didn't know what was going on. When the credit cards came in the mail, I was going shoe shopping, went ahead and was treating friends to pizza. It was crazy. I just didn't know. I didn't understand really what was going on and what was about to change in my life and how important credit was. So because of that, I was like, didn't understand until the bill started to come. My mom came to visit and she was like, oh my goodness, Jasmine, where are all of these credit bills coming from? You've never had a credit card. Why do you have all of these bills just piling up? But I'm like, oh, you know, I went on school campus. They gave me these credit cards, blah, 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 the whole nine. And she was like, yeah, this is going to be an issue. You're not going to be able to do anything. And I was like, oh, I have to pay this back. And it was really from there that everything just went downhill. I didn't realize that I was going to have to not only pay those big, that if I didn't, I was going to get collections and judgments and all types of things. But also it was so important to have a money plan and a budget to even think about paying back all of that credit card debt. That accompanied with student loans and all of the things put my credit score in the dumps. So fast forward a couple years later, when I decided that I wanted to purchase my first home, of course, my credit became an issue yet again. Because I had terrible credit, I was offered at the time a terrible mortgage rate. Now, when this was back in, I 
believe, I guess it was back in 2006 when a ton of people were still able to get credit and mortgages, even if you did have bad credit. It was one of those things that I shouldn't have been able to do it because I didn't know how to manage money and I fell into so many bad habits and things like that. I worked with the mortgage officer. They were able to go ahead and actually help me repair my credit. And that's how I learned how to repair my credit on my own. But I really and truly should have been through a lot more counseling before I went ahead and went through with that purchase. I went ahead and purchased the home and I've talked about how that ended, but it's one of those things that was one of those hard lessons that I just don't wish that or want that for anybody. So one of the things that I'm going to talk about today is really just doing some preventative things on your credit. I know that it could be scary, but if you can automate paying your minimum credit bills, that would be a huge step. A lot of people don't remember to pay even the minimum payments. And when you get a late payment on your credit report, it is tremendous effect on your credit and it really plummets your credit score. So I'll talk about how you can go through and get things done, but you have to go ahead and take the time to invest in yourself and really try to figure out if this is what you want to do. I believe that credit opens doors for a number of reasons, but the first is it's really just training your brain and making sure that you're being a good steward with your money. Not only are you being a good steward, but the responsibility of making sure that things are paid on time and demonstrating to banks, lenders, or whoever that you are responsible and you can at least pay your bills on time is something that's tremendous. I don't put too much weight or too much faith in that actual credit score, even though it's the measuring metrics for so many. But I do say if you can go through and make sure that your bills are paid on time and you're not maxed out on your credit cards, that's going to be key to all of the things to making sure that you have a good credit profile. So one of the things that you can do, you can also check out my blog. I wrote a blog on nine ways to improve your credit score. You can go through and just check off the boxes. The first thing you want to do is catch up on your past due bills, if you have any. A lot of times we don't want to face it. We have past due bills for a number of reasons, especially after COVID times where our incomes have changed, life has changed, kids are home. It's all types of things that affect our finances and pass-through bills are a thing. If you go ahead and communicate with the creditors that you're going to be late, they can sometimes help you and put your credit cards or even your finances into some sort of forbearance so that it's not negatively affecting your credit report. The next thing you want to do, of course, is don't miss any of your payments. I know it's hard. A lot of times when we don't have it, it's the first thing that goes out the door. But the thing is that when you do that, your credit report is negatively affected. And a lot of times it's really hard to recover from late payments. Late payments are the hardest things to remove because it's the easiest thing to prove. However, even if you're able to get it removed, sometimes your report and your relationship with that bank never, ever recover. So I would say if you're going to be late or if you just feel like you can't pay it and you're going to miss that payment, communicate with the bank of what's going on in life. I can't say or promise that they're going to go ahead and waive that payment or push it back or even put you in a forbearance, but at least that communication is out there. So you've tried to make sure that you can preserve your relationship with the bank. The next thing you want to do is limit applying for new accounts. I know when we're in our 
home goods and we're in the stores, Macy's and things like that, it's so tempting because they're offering 25% off if you get a credit card and all of the things. And so what happens is that we apply and then if we don't have strong credit, we get denied. So what happens is if you go ahead and apply for a credit card and you say, oh, I'm going to go ahead and apply for this credit card and you get denied for it, it truly impacts your credit in such a negative way because that inquiry is like they applied. This bank didn't want to extend them credit. Why should any other bank want to, especially when you are going ahead and applying for a mortgage? They look at recent inquiries with a magnifying glass. What I can say is don't apply for credit unless you absolutely 100% need it and definitely don't go into anything that's a promotional thing. Store credit cards are one of the highest interest rates out there. And so you want to make sure you're taking your time and saying, listen, I don't really need this. Let me go ahead and try to figure out how I can purchase this. I was going to purchase this anyway without the credit help or without getting a credit card. So I'm going to just go ahead and do that way. And when you do that, you're able to go ahead and really be able to afford the things that you have and you're setting up your budget for success versus setting it up for something that you're going to later on regret. A lot of women ask me how they can get started on investing in real estate. And there's so many ways to get started. But the first thing that you need to do is think about what your financial picture looks like. A lot of people need to work on their credit. They need to get things situated. They need to start an LLC or things like that. So I have created a business bootcamp and a personal credit bootcamp. You can get all of the information on the links linked in our show notes, but this will cover everything that you need to know in order to fix your credit on your own, build business credit on your own, or do all of the things to be the start of getting started when it comes to investing in real estate. Go ahead and click the link and I'll see you on the other side. So if you do happen to apply for a bunch of credit cards or you apply for a car will hit you with a ton of inquiries, make sure you download my free credit inquiry removal system. It's free. It's on our website and our customer hub, and you'll be able to go ahead and get your credit inquiries removed within 24 hours. If you've run into that, don't just keep getting inquiries. If you know that your credit is bad, go ahead and repair your credit. However, if you do fall into that trap, please go ahead and use that inquiry system that we have in the customer hub. The next thing that you want to do is pay your account balances. Revolving credit card accounts and credit lines that have high credit utilization are detrimental to going ahead and plummeting your credit score. You want to maintain as low of a balance as you can. I know a lot of people like to throw percentages out there, but it honestly is where you are in your journey. If you're maintaining your credit, you want to go ahead and have at least 30% or lower on your utilization. If you're rebuilding your credit, you don't want to be higher than 10 to 20%. And you really never want to get above 50% even on some things if you're not like applying for anything or wanting to do anything like that. The reason is that utilization can hurt your credit score and it's a huge percentage of the whole pie and factors of your credit score. The next thing that people don't realize is that you have to keep your old account opens. Don't close any of your old credit accounts if you're not using them. So even if you're not using them and you have them down to a zero balance, use them periodically just to keep them current and keep things going. But 
don't close them because that history plays a part and a huge factor of your credit score. You want to go ahead and make sure that you're monitoring your credit. Don't think that you have to go through and not have your credit monitoring, right? You want to make sure that you're looking at your, at your credit on at least a weekly basis. I know people that look at it on a daily basis. The reason is that credit identity fraud and all of the things that people do to your credit and to your identity is something that is very real. So you want to make sure that you have a pulse on your credit so that you know what's going on. As balances go up and down, you want to see and make sure that it's being reported correctly and that no one's tried to open up any credit cards or anything like that in your name. I've seen people, unfortunately, that had even cars opened up in their name. And it was something that was really sad because it's really hard to recover from something like that. So you want to go ahead and take your time and use a credit monitoring that's going to give you monitoring on all three reports. My favorite is Identity IQ. If you head over to our blog, I have a link over there that'll give you a free trial to be able to try out Identity IQ, but I think you'll like it. The next thing is you want to borrow only what you can afford. So the one thing that you want to take recognition on is that you don't want to have excessive debt. A lot of times we borrow just because we want to go ahead and get that instant gratification. So I talked about when I was remodeling my room and in remodeling my room, I wanted to make sure that I had the furniture and the feel of a spa. I wanted my whole room to be a whole vibe, something that's very calming that I was able to enjoy when after a long, hard working day. So with that, I could have went and got to put on my credit card and put everything on a credit card. But because I knew that I wanted to make sure that I could actually afford it, I went ahead and put a savings plan together so that I could go ahead and purchase it that way. You must create this habit. You must only charge what you can afford to pay off within the next 30 days. You should be able to pay off whatever's going on within on your credit report. You want to be able to pay that off by the next billing cycle. I sometimes recommend to people that you only charge things that are going to make you money. So for instance, um, I have someone who flips cars. He buys cars at the auction, gets them repaired, cleans them up, and then puts them back onto the market to sell. He does that. He purchases the cars on his credit card, and then he goes out and he's able to do that flip move. And with that, he's able to generate money and pay his cards back within a timely manner. I have another woman who puts her Airbnb inventory on her credit cards because it's going to be able to generate her income. Those are the things that you want to get in the habit of putting on your charge card because credit is not anything that's evil or you shouldn't use it. It's just that you have to use it responsibly. Maintaining that good credit score is going to be key. You want to make sure that you're paying more than the minimum on each month of your credit bill. You want to avoid, of course, making late payments like we talked about, but also making sure that balance is at very reasonable level. You also want to take some time to remove the old and erogenous and derogatory things from your credit report. That information lingering around on your credit account can hurt your credit score and make you someone who is not lendable. Listen, I've been there. I've had bad credit. I've had excellent credit. I've been um, unfortunately near foreclosure. I've been near repossession. 
I've been all of the things just because I didn't know. And I do think that it's a part of me wanting to teach so many women on how to improve and maintain their credit and their financial status is has become my passion because I've been there and I know how I felt when I was there. You have to take your time. Whenever you're thinking about improving your credit, go ahead and get organized. Go ahead and write down all of the things, the collection accounts, all of the old accounts, the, even the late accounts. You want to go ahead and put together a plan. And I, you're going to hear me say that a lot because it's so important. But when you do that, I promise you, you're going to find that you are going to really be able to conquer all of the things that you have going when it comes to your credit report. Listen, when you're talking about your finances, credit is a huge issue. There's not many banks that are not going to run your credit. And so when you take that into consideration, you want to make sure that you're improving your credit report before you go in for borrowing. The average person, when they're going in for home to purchase a home, they're going in and purchasing their home with a 640 or better credit score. You really want to be above 680 to get the best rates. And when you're going through and going to invest, while I think that your business credit plays a bigger factor than your actual personal credit, if you're just starting out, remember, you're going to have to be a personal guarantor on that credit bill. So take your time every single day and figure out the next steps that you need to do to improve your credit. Don't just keep sitting around and saying, I have bad credit and not do anything about it because there's so many resources to go ahead and improve your situation that you don't have to be there for long. My thought and hope for you today is that you go ahead and face your credit report. Look in the show notes and look at the link that I have for you to be able to take a look at your credit report and go through the checklist to be able to know exactly what you're looking for when you're looking on your credit report in order for it to improve. You can do this and you can do it in less than 30 days. I promise you, you're going to feel a lot better about your situation if you are actively working on your credit. All right, guys, thank you for tuning in today and I hope to see you soon. I'm so happy that you joined me for this episode of the Women Wealth Impact Podcast. If you can take anything away from today, I hope you know that your financial future is in your control and I'm living proof. Home ownership and real estate investing is for every woman. And I would love it if you would take some time to share this podcast to help others feel empowered and in control of their future too. Take a screenshot of the podcast and share it on your Instagram. Tag me at Green Real Estate Mom so we can connect. On Facebook, join the Green Everything community so that we can chat about the latest episode. See you next week.